The standard life expectancy of Ecapel 2K is 15 to 20 years. Ecapel 2K is the strongest bathtub refinishing material on the market. It was created about 16 years ago in Slovenia and has been the state of the art in Europe ever since. You're not allowed to use high VOC chemicals, so they needed to create something that would actually hold up and stand the test of time and not poison the installers. Ecapel 2K, when poured on properly, will never peel. It's a modified epoxy resin that is made specifically for casting bathtubs and now we've shown how to use it on a tile wall. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Refinisher's Corner podcast. Today we're going to talk about Ecapel 2K. Previously, Ecapel 2K was just marketed to actual bathtub refinishing companies versus home installers and DIYers until we came along. Really what we bring to the table is the insight and the knowledge of how you can get the project done without making a big mess in your home. So you can check out our YouTube videos. We post, we usually post like one every, every week or two showing different ways to install the material and how to save you time without making a mess and be able to get that same quality refinish as if you had somebody do it for you. A typical Ecapel install should take you anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours, including all of the prep time on a standard bathtub. So basically what you want to do, you want to pull out any loose or, uh, or missing caulking along the edge of the tub that seals it in. This is just going to make a nice clean edge by doing that. So you can take a razor blade or a paint scraper, anything like that to pull out any of the loose caulking along the edge. And then from there, you're going to want to wash the tub down. We typically use the Lysol Power Toilet Cleaner. It has 10% hydrochloric acid. Uh, unlike what we used to use as like professional bathtub installers, we used to use something that had 20% alcohol. Uh, uh, hydrochloric acid in it. The problem with that is that it, it's just dangerous to work with and you're going to get the same quality job out of the Lysol power, but it's a little bit safer on your hands and your body. So the whole purpose is to try to be safe and get a nice quality job. So we use the Lysol power. We scrub that in with a scrubby pad, let it sit for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then just wash it out of there. Uh, typically we wash it with hot water. This breaks down any of the soap scum and helps etch the tub a little bit further. Don't worry if it's still shiny as long as it's not dirty. If it's still dirty, you're going to need to wash it again or scrape it with a razor blade uh, or use a, a piece of sandpaper to really dig into it. You just want to make sure that that tub is very clean. After that, all you need to do is put one piece of tape around the edges just to make a nice neat surface then you're going to tape the overflow cover and also the drain uh, the the bottom hole where the drain is finally the best way to keep the outside nice and protected is to put a few pieces of paper down well i would i would first put a couple of pieces of tape or a piece of duct tape slightly on the tub maybe like a centimeter up the tub and that's just gonna give you more of a crisp edge on the bottom and not let any material drip down. So I like to put that uh, one piece slightly on the tub 
And then from there, I put a couple more pieces of tape and then a couple of pieces of paper on the outside. After that, we're gonna give our tub one more quick wipe out with a dry rag. Make sure that everything's nice and dry, nice and clean. From there, we'll start stirring up our material. You wanna give it a good eight to 10 minutes of stir time. You wanna scrape every inch of the sides. You wanna scrape off the paint stir stick and make sure that the material that's on the stick gets stirred in. You wanna scrape the bottom and stir it in. Customers that don't mix the material properly, the material is not going to dry and that's gonna cause problems later on. It's, it's just permanently gonna stay sticky and wet forever. It will never dry without getting the hardener mixed in there. This has happened three times and all three times it's happened to professional painters that don't follow the instructions and think that they know everything. You really need to listen to the rules on this one. No electric mixers. You wanna hand stir the material and you wanna make sure you stir it very, very well. Don't think that this is just a simple task because this is actually one of the most important steps in the entire process. Everything else, it doesn't matter how good you do it because the material can bail you out. But the, the material can't bail you out if you, don't, if you don't mix it properly. So just to reiterate one more time, you wanna mix it eight to 10 minutes and mix everything. When you start pouring the material on the tub, you don't wanna scrape it out of, the, out of the container. You just wanna pour what freely comes out of, the, out of the container. If you start scraping it off, that's another place where there might be a little bit of non-stirred-in material that contaminates the rest of the, of the kit. So, once you have it mixed up nice, uh, it's best to leave it another three to five minutes just to induct a little bit. It lets the chemicals kinda blend in together. It warms up the material a tiny bit. And from there, I like to personally just bend the can and, and use the can to pour all, I pour the entire can on the, on the three walls on the inside of the tub. I just bend it and then I start pouring and it makes it so all of the material runs straight down to the bottom very quickly. Previously, we used to pour it into a solo cup and then pour the cup on the, on the walls. That works, but it's much slower. So you wanna try to finish this as fast as possible the faster you finish this, the better it will come out in the end because the material will get to do its job for a longer period of time. That, that said, that's like leveling um, and, and all things of that nature. If you pour very quickly and then scoop out the extra and put it right back in the can and then pour the front edge, if you can get all of this done in 20 minutes to a half an hour and the whole tub is covered, if you were to bump into it, you're, you easily have plenty of time to fix that and then let it work its way out on its own without having to overwork the material and potentially leave drip marks or a void on the tub. So those are, those are two of the things that are more common. Customers just get a little bit nervous about it and, and you don't have to worry about that. You just let it go. Just just pour the can on there and let it work. If you watch any of our 
newer YouTube videos, we focus on showing how bad the material looks. And then we just leave the camera focused on how bad it looks until it looks good. Which usually is like 15-20 minutes after you touch it. So once you get all the inside coated and then you pour that outside edge, that's when we take out our foam roller. So we've scooped everything back into the container with the yellow, with the yellow trowel spreader. And then for the outside, normally we use a four inch foam roller. That is something that we started doing about three or four months ago. And between us and other refinishers that do this every day, they, they're, they're second to none. It's the easiest way to get this done. So basically you just pour the material on there. You'll have streaks on the outside and you just go through it with a little foam roller roll them all out nice and smooth and then leave it make sure it's nice and wet and it's dripping down and it looks terrible but as long as all of the surface tension is broken that's all you need it's going to level itself out as long as you did this early in the process if you do this 55 minutes into the process it's likely gonna stay the way that it is if you do this 30 minutes into the process, it will have plenty of time to level itself out. So you wanna pour it as quick as you can, roll it out, and meanwhile you're scooping out all the extra and putting it back in the can from uh, the inside where it's stripped down to the bottom of the tub. Once you get the outside covered, that's when you're gonna use the roller to level out the inside. So you just wanna move the, move the extra material around until the whole bottom of the tub is covered. And this is something that watching our video will actually help you a little bit more with. But in our video, we show how with the roller, we drag all the extra material to the back of the tub and we use the yellow scooper and just scoop that material out. And then we roll it out once more just to level it down. And essentially that's it. From there, we're just gonna pull off the tape from the outside, everything except for the drain. Uh, everything except for the drain and the outside of the tub. That's all we're gonna leave it on and By now we're about an hour in so you want to every now and then you want to keep going back to where you've got the tape on the drain and the tape on the outside and you just want to either use a paper towel or use a little yellow scoop you just want to scoop off that extra material Just so that it's nice and easy to pull the tape off of the drain when it's all said and done Basically, what I like to do as a rule of thumb, I go back in there and look at it every half an hour for about three to four hours. After that, that's when I pull the tape off of the inside and off of the outside because by then, all the material is coagulated together a little bit more. And this is just going to not not drip on there quite as much. Worst case, you're going to need to wipe wipe the drain or the floor one more time after you've pulled the tape off just because it's broken that surface tension and the material will move just a tiny bit. But for the most part, if you can give it three or four hours and you're a homeowner, then it's not a problem. For contractors, it's a little bit more tricky because you need to leave and come back or you know, you don't, you don't wanna just be sitting in somebody's house for three hours. That makes things kind of awkward. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Refinishers Corner Podcast. We appreciate you listening. Check out the next episode coming next week. 
going to be about how to repair damage in a tub coated with Acapel 2K. A lot of you have been asking about that, and we'll get to that in the next episode. So hope you guys have a great week, and we look forward to talking to you soon. So from there, after 24 hours, you can go ahead and recock the edges of the tub and use the tub. It's that simple. And this material, like I said, this will never peel. As long as it was done right, and there, and it's done on a on a clean bathtub, you're, you're not going to have any problems later on down the road, like if you bought a cheap spray kit. We are going to go over other materials on this podcast and try to explain kind of what we've noticed over the years and the patterns that different customers have but we're also going to ref- uh, we're also going to be interviewing other refinishers other DIYers and anybody that has a story of their own with Ecapel and other refinishing materials going forward if you want to buy Ecapel 2K, you can check it out right on our webpage, which is refinishedbathproducts.com. 